la la la. Hey, 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 hey. Alright, you're looking to buy or sell real estate. You've got questions. We've got answers. Welcome to the show. It's gonna be great featuring Matt and Jen from Home Team for You and Now. Without further ado, because we fired them last week. To you and you and you. It's Matt and Jen. Thanks, Jacob. I just noticed these two Yahoos over here dancing as music comes on. Hey, that's that's all good. They're getting all pretty fired catchy. up. It is pretty catchy. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We have uh, a couple of our team members in studio. So, Jake, you want to talk about uh, how life's going? Absolutely. Is the kid sleeping yet? He didn't last night. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? So, I have to put my foot in my mouth, and the little guy... I don't think I've been on the podcast since we had Aiden. Mm. Um, really? I don't think so. Jake has a son. I do. Yay. And he was such a good sleeper up until he turned four months old. And he started getting teeth. And he does. Yep. He's teeth got are two, the devil. Two teeth are coming in. Just so you know, they are. We were I'm up. just happy he's not sleeping. Oh, we, were up, we, were, we were up from 1.30 until 5 today. Yo. Mm. Both of you? So, yay me. Yep. You're supposed to take turns. <laughs> well, I have a little more flexibility in my schedule than... All right, that's fair. My wife does, so I was just trying to what was the game get as many brownie for? points as I could. We used to play a game. Yeah. It was like from 10 at night till 5 in the it morning was, was Matt. And then I would do all of the rest. But... <laughs> So it would be if like 4.59. At 4.59, I was like, go, Matt, go. It's you. <laughs> like, it's you. Totally ignore. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I, over. That's you. Yeah. So that's what I got going on. A lot of that. Yay. Sounds rewarding. Woohoo. <laughs> rewarding, rewarding and exhausting, but it's all worth it. It's good. All right, and we also have Laura in studio. How's it going, lady? Good. She was also up till one thirty in the morning. Yeah, my dog <laughs> really keeps me up. <laughs> Playing video you know? games. Playing video games. Right. Yeah. Watching I, scary videos I on I'd YouTube. Be writing, writing offers. Yeah, that too. Obviously. Watching Squid Game. Oh, no. who yeah. else seen that? I watched the last four episodes in the middle of the. What night. happened the rest of the them? The last four? You didn't watch the beginning of it? No, the final four episodes. Oh. Like I got, I got sucked into it, and I watched it till like two in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's and kinda, you don't sleep for like oh, another yeah. hour or two. It was two. a rough night. Yeah. Yeah. When we first started, I was like, "This is dumb," and then they started red light, green light, and I'm like, "Oh my!" Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So that. <laughs> Not much of a spoil, but <laughs> mm-hmm. all right. Sorry, we inter- we interrupted Laura's uh, intro. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, go ahead, and back. I, there's not much to say. I mean, <laughs> my dog turned two the other day, so <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's that. I mean, uh. If we're talking about our kids, <laughs> did your dog have a birthday? To be honest, I kind of forgot about it, and then when I got home, because my sister has his brother. So I saw her story on Snapchat, yeah. and I was like, oh, it's my dog's birthday, too. So <laughs> I was like, happy birthday. Giving him popcorn and everything, Did too. Did buy him a dog cake? No, I have to go get him ice cream. Oh. How many dogs yeah. do you have? A lot. Okay. <laughs> my family, at my house, we've got three. My sister has two, and she likes to drop them off at our house and have <laughs> us watch them all the time. So sometimes five, you know. Ish. Six. You know, sometimes she brings over her friend's dogs, too. and <laughs> It just drops them off. And it leaves. gets pretty wild, you know. It's doggy daycare. Wow. We'll take it. 
Sounds rough. I need to get that button. Yeah, Jake's got his own sound effects. I like that one. All right, let's take a left turn here, and we're going to bring it back to real estate a little bit. So boring. Boring. It's not boring. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about lenders. So, um, Jake, I know you were kind of wanting to start that topic off, so go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, it's nice to to talk about something other than just what the market's doing, because I think we all have a pretty good idea that the market just continues to change, but not change at the same time. And uh, with with fall, things do slow down a little bit. But lately, just myself personally, I've been having conversations with people about the importance of lenders. And I don't know if buyers always completely understand how important a strong lender, <coughs> excuse me, is. Um, you know, we we work with trusted lenders that we have experience with that we know is going to get the job done. And this is the time of year for buyers where closing dates start to fall in during the holiday season. And so the last thing as a real estate agent that I want to have happen with my buyers is um, that we get an accepted offer, we get 20, 25 days down the road, and all of a sudden... The lender comes back and says, oh, just kidding. Sorry, we can't. Wah, wah, wah. Right. Pew, pew, pew. What is that noise <laughs> you're making? I, I don't know if that's the noise what she that I to? have in my head. but <laughs> It's the other noise in your head. <laughs> well, there's a lot of noises in this head. I can't explain them. We don't have that much time. but So it can really put a damper on your, your holiday plans if you've invited you're homeless. people, right, <laughs> yeah, you've invited right. people yeah. over for you know, whatever holidays you have going on at the time and then to call these people back and say, Oh, just kidding. We can't do that. Can we have it at your house? Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, and so it's, it's just important that us as real estate agents, we don't get anything out of it other than it's an extension of our, of our team. And we're just trying to set you up to be in the best position possible to make sure that this property closes. Our job as agents is to help you procure that property and help you through the steps. The lender's job is to help with the financing side of things. We can only do so much as an agent, but it's important for us to be able to work with lenders that we're very familiar with that we know are going to get the job done and give you all the options as well. Um, and so we can kind of dive into a little bit about some myths out there that, uh, again, I don't know where these myths come from, but a lot of them are so dramatically incorrect that unfortunately sometimes the internet can kind of pump pe people full of information that just isn't true. So um, I think the one of the myths that you came up- You look shocked, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> what? The internet lies? Yeah, yeah, you're saying there's things on the internet that aren't true? Hard to believe. Okay. I know. But I'll, right. ask, I'll ask Laura this first one. So the oh first boy. myth that I found was- that people think they need to put 20% down when they're buying a home. What are your thoughts? Not true. Okay. <laughs> and what, what, what's not true? Like, so I don't have to put 20% down? Do I have to put something down? What, what kind of options do sometimes we have? Sometimes it depends on the loan that you're getting. You know? right. Sometimes you don't always need 20%. Um, you could have 10%, sometimes 5 
sometimes zero. Right. Yeah. And that comes down to, I think, all the different loan types that are out there. And that, again, comes back to the importance of a trusted lender. They're going to turn over all those rocks for you. They're going to give you all the options that are available to you. And hopefully you find one that's the right fit. So The, the magic thing with 20% is the PMI. Yep. And mm-hmm. I think that's what people get stuck on. They think, oh, I don't want PMI. Well, nobody wants PMI. But if you're buying a house that's a fixer-upper and you can put 5% down and take the rest of that money and make it nice, pay the PMI. And once you make it nice, you can have it refied and drop the PMI probably. Yeah. Right. What's PMI? Private <laughs> mortgage insurance. What does that mean? <laughs> so <laughs> when, when the banks are making a loan and they don't have 20% down, there's more risk. So they get an extra insurance policy that the borrower has to cover the cost of. So if they were to foreclose, they are able to yep, recover their investment. So now we know, right? Here comes. How much does that cost? <laughs> it's going to be a percentage. It's like an algorithm. What's an algorithm? No. <laughs> <laughs> Back up your truck, sir. It's, it's typically not a crazy high number. You're not talking about... It's like 100 about, bucks right, sometimes. Right. It's not 500 bucks, not 1,000 bucks. It's nothing crazy. It's just enough that you're like, really? Right. I got to pay that too. Okay, yeah. fine. But if you really, really like the property and it's the right house for you, mm-hmm. it once you make those first couple of payments, it doesn't... It just kind of... Well, when you start you building equity, it. it's right. like if all you can do is get in at 35 or 5%, do it. Yeah. And over time, you're just going to build your equity position and you'll and drop it. Yeah. You won't need PMI on the next one because you'll have, you know, made enough money. Right. But I think you could, I think people can actually call us though to let us do a CMA to see if it's cut up that much in value to then address the lender about dropping the PMI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Private mortgage insurance. That's definitely, out. I bet there's a lot of people out there. They, they might even be in that position and they're overpaying on their mortgage they when they have no idea. So, if you want a CMA to see if you can drop your PMI. Hometeamforyou.com. Word. So it doesn't get, nice. it doesn't get auto-dropped off your... No. It gets auto-dropped after... After 20%. Like but 21%. That's, that's if, yes. Yeah, they, they have 20. to... 20.1%. <laughs> yeah, they, they have like an exact point where they <clears throat> think that that should happen. It will drop off, but most likely the value has gone up in your house yeah, faster it's than almost your house appreciated. Faster right. than what right. the bank thinks, yes, usually. At 20.1%. Okay. So a lot of people right now that have like, I don't know, uh, 15 18% of their house paid off and they've been paying off for a few years, maybe they don't have to pay PMI anymore because their house has actually appreciated a substantial amount in the past year or two, Right. which yep. is the case for most houses. Mm-hmm. So they're probably, they just need to make just a Just paying an extra $100 a month. Mm-hmm. Quick little phone call. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing with that too is maybe 15, let's say it's seven years and you bought at the right time and your house is appreciated. You might be in a position where you can refinance to a 15 year, really knock down that, um, that interest rate and still have 20% down because when you refinance, you're going to go back to 30 years again which for most people, not a big deal because you're not going to live in your house for that long. But if you've been paying it down and you have that equity in your home, it might make more sense to do a 15-year mortgage, get that thing paid off sooner at a lower interest rate. That sounds kind of sneaky. 
What kind of loan are you doing, Jacob? Well, I don't have a house yet. Oh, <laughs> we have a but hole. What, well, I got a foundation. Uh, we'll be doing the thirty year. For sure. So, are you going to calculate it on a fifteen year? So, when you figure out your mortgage, right, yeah. do a mortgage calculation and see how much more you have to kick in per month to make it a fifteen year. I'm not even going to worry about that. I'm not. That's I'm what in, we do because we have this argument. Matt always wants to do fifteen years, and I'm like, well, if you do a fifteen year, then you're stuck. But if you do a 30-year and you pay it like a 15-year, then you get the benefit of both. I know Dave Ramsey wants me to do a 15-year. <laughs> Snowball. Snowball. Yeah, yeah. But uh, You guys know what I'm talking about? The, no. The snowball They're effect. like, we're just going to laugh baby over Baby steps. Here. The snowball. baby steps. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> ask your lender. Uh, yeah. Right. No, my, my <clears throat> personal belief is pay off the house slow and steady. Don't even worry about it. Any excess money I have left over, you know what I'm going to do with Bitcoin. that. Bitcoin. Yes. The number one appreciating asset of our it life. It did go down yesterday. Time. So what? It went up uh, like 40% this month. Can I call you when the market crashes on Bitcoin? Dude, uh, he will call us. He'll yeah. be very yeah. sad. He'll yeah. take a PTO day. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to be in for the next few days. Don't well. Can I call you every time it goes up? No. <laughs> I know when it goes up because I see you going yes onto <laughs> your phone. Oh my god! The other day when it reached new all time highs, I was so pumped. How many do you have? I'm not gonna say on the podcast. <laughs> Is it less than five? Oh yeah. Is it more than? If it 10? was, if it was more than five, I isn't would like a Bitcoin need, like sixty thousand. I would 000. need a lender. Isn't a Bitcoin like sixty thousand dollars? Yeah. So let's say you have. Do you have more than ten? No. <laughs> Where do you live? <laughs> What's your address? He doesn't. He has 10. a hole in the ground right I now. I don't need to worry about a thirty-year fixed, whatever, whatever. Like, okay, just, but so here, whoop. so I, I understand that for some people you just pay it off month, you know, like you don't think about it. Yeah. But for a fun activity, run your mortgage calculator and look at the summary of what you'll actually pay for that house if you and, pay it off in thirty years. And then what you pew, save. Pew, pew. Oh, I, and yeah. then what you save if you actually kick in a little bit more per right. month. Mm-hmm. No, I, I get all that. I get all that. But he I also know that if I put that extra fund into Bitcoin, sure. I'll make so much more money theoretically. over the long run. Well, theoretically. Well, everything's theoretical. That mortgage payment, that's fixed. That's okay, hey, I've got another myth. <laughs> and next. Okay. Okay. We can okay. talk about Jake Bitcoin. Keeping <laughs> us moving along. This one, this one happens all the time. All the time? Well, almost all the time. Need glasses? Um, I'm just kind of squinting there. Here. Applying, applying for a loan will hurt my credit. Or I don't want to apply for a loan because I don't want them to pull my credit. They kind of have to. So, right. You're going to have your credit pulled. But what I'll usually tell people is when... Having your credit pulled by a lender, a mortgage lender, is significantly different than getting your credit pulled for, say, a personal loan because you're going to buy a boat or a camper or a side-by-side, whatever it might be. So you're talking more about having multiple credit pulls on multiple lenders. Right. Well, and people being concerned, well, I don't want to get pre-approved before I start looking at houses because I I don't want the ding on my credit. Well, it's a soft ding, <clears throat> so it's not a hard, hard pull. And, and it's important because you do need to know how much you can actually afford 
before you start shopping because people start looking at these beautiful, expensive homes and then they realize that they can't quite afford them and then they start comparing all the houses they can afford to the ones they can't. And when all is said and done, by the time you have an accepted offer and you close on your home, that credit is right back to where it was anyway. So having your credit pulled like that isn't, it's not a bad it's not a bad credit pool. It really matters only for people that are really, really close on their credit. Like if they need to get to 680 and they're, you know, 679 or something, it's like, okay, that might matter. But most people, it doesn't matter that much. Do you think most people know their credit scores? I think a lot of people have a clue. I mean, do you pay your bills or not? Okay, I got a clue. Jake, what's your credit score? <laughs> he doesn't know. I do. I know. It's questions. over eight. What's your credit score? Wow. 100. Over 800. Not o- well, it's also <laughs> over Good 8. Good job, Jake. It's <laughs> 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 impressive. Mm-hmm. I haven't checked mine in a minute, to be honest. Jake, what's your credit score? Everybody will say who has it over 800. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mine's yeah. over 8. Mine's over 1,000. Yeah. Mm. Not over... I'm kidding. Not over 800, but it's over 8. <clears throat> it's kind of cool when it gets over 800. It's just like... <laughs> Jen and I have a competition. Usually yeah. I'm higher, like one point higher than her. The last time I was higher. I don't no. know why. I so, just I just paid off forty five thousand dollars in credit card in bills, Bitcoin uh, in twenty twenty. So I don't have over eight hundred. Did you use Bitcoin <laughs> to pay it off? No. Just checking. No. I did not. I did not use a single one of my little coins. I okay. Have like any one thing going for me to build my credit, and that's it. So you have what? <laughs> my one credit card to build my credit, and that's the only reason. Charge I got it paid it. off. Exactly. Charge it paid off. Yep. Charge it paid that's off. That's what I'm doing. So moral of the story mm-hmm. is having your credit pulled from a lender standpoint, from a mortgage standpoint, mm-hmm. in most cases, it, they're going to have to do it anyways. Just have an idea of what you've done in the last three to six months. If you have had your credit pulled 15 different times or you go online and check your own credit score or you know, have your own credit pulled by one of the online resources that can get you into trouble, but to be pre-approved, it's going to have to happen. And again, by the time you get your accepted offer and you close on the property, it's going to be right back where it was. And now you're going to really see your credit score soar because you're paying into something that's building equity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was somewhere that did an online scoring. It was, wasn't uh, From Equifax, what wasn't it? Equifax. Uh, from what I understand with <coughs> credit scoring and mortgage lenders that they understand when people are purchasing homes and when they're shopping. So if you have three pulls from three different lenders, it is much less detrimental to your credit than it would be like if you went and had your credit pulled at a bunch of different random places because they know your shopping rates. Right. So that's good. Okay. Do you want, do you want another one or are we? Hit us. Okay. This goes right. We've kind of answered it, but um, people think that they need perfect credit to be pre-approved to buy a home. I mean, what kind of credit score do you need to be able to get a loan? Kind of depends. I think sometimes on the market as a whole, but we've seen somewhere between 620 to 640, maybe 650. Somewhere in there, typically. Over 600 for sure. Mm-hmm. The I know 
when the market got really tight on money, they wanted them like at 680. They were just like, and it keeps like edging down and edging down for, they used to be able to do an FHA and a VA for 580, I think, but that, I don't think they're there anymore. That has, that has gone up, but um, that's one of the things, if we want to talk about loan types a little bit with an FHA, that has a lot more um, forgiveness with the credit score aspect, and so does a VA loan. So if you have people that don't have a ton of down payment and they have credit glitches, FHA may be the way to go. I think that circles right back to the whole conversation about having trusted lenders, Mm -hmm. relying on your real estate agent to help you through that process because there are going to be some lenders out there that they're not – they're going to say, yeah, you're pre-approved. Okay, go ahead. Well, what, pre-approved how? With what? What can I do? What can't I do? And when you work with an agent that has a list of trusted lenders, those lenders are going to, again, turn over those rocks for you and say, all right, let's paint a big picture. What are our options? Maybe an FHA is a better option because you don't have a lot of liquid assets that you can put down towards a property. Or maybe you do have 20% down and 15-year versus a 30 is a better option those lenders are going to help you do that versus clicking three buttons and getting a, here's your pre-approval letter. Go for it. Mm-hmm. All right. You got any other myths over there? Um, it's not yeah. A thick notebook. <laughs> Eight this thousand. This is page one of 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, two more myths. Let's hit no, it. <laughs> um, I, I think this is a good one because I, I had to think about this one a little bit too. And one of the myths is I should just go with the lowest rate. And hmm. rates and what yeah. about those fees, yo-yo? Points, mm. closing yes. costs. Mm. Right. So I this one really kind of got me thinking a little bit too because it is very easy to just go at the lowest rate. But you, I can tell you, hey, yeah, we'll get you 2.7%. And then when it comes to locking in that loan rate or interest rate, oh, yeah, um, there were some terms that you didn't quite meet to get to that 2.7, so you we can lock you in. You needed to have this credit score. You right. needed to have it this for this for that long. Right. And didn't we just have this conversation the other day? With what? Somebody was, had a really high, a great interest rate, but the closing costs were enormous. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, same thing. There are some loan types like that too, right, where <clears throat> you can get a really, really low interest rate. You can get closing costs covered. You could put 0% down. But then you see the closing statement and... You're paying for it one way or another. Right. So again, I think it goes back to that... money's not free. Right. Mm -hmm. It it goes back to that lender and really trusting the lender that you're working with, again, to paint that full picture for you so you do know what you're getting into. Um, Because again, it's easy. And do the... You know, run run the numbers. Two point... I don't know, 2.75% versus 2.85%. See what the difference is. Right. If you're probably not going to own that house for 30 years, see what the difference is. And the 2.85% might be a better option because it's a trusted lender. I, and there aren't going to be any secrets. And I, I've just experienced it recently that I had a young man who, great guy. We had an accepted offer. We got deep into the process and lending fell through. And that kind of stung everybody a little bit that was all part of that transaction. And 
unfortunately, it was just the lender not doing their homework on the front end hmm. because it was just, yep, yeah, pre-approved, pre-approved. Pre- you're just another, another sheet of paper on that stack of papers. Um, and we like to be able to call our lenders. I can call any of my trusted lenders and they're going to answer. And it's going to be them. I know where they live. (laughs) I know where you live. It's not going to be their first day at their desk being a loan officer. So it it really goes goes a long, long way. Mm -hmm. So trust your real estate agent. Trust the lenders that they're suggesting. And don't be afraid to call a couple of them. Because you also, with a lender, you also want to be able to have that good connection. Same just the same as uh, with, your, with your real estate agent. All right. Last myth. It's going to make one up here. Yeah. <laughs> Having debt is a deal breaker. What kind of debt? The kind where you owe money to somebody. There's different <laughs> types of debt. Sold my soul to the I devil. Just what you <laughs> tell us more about that, Matt. What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, you could have house debt. It's different than credit card debt. Because yeah, there's, equi- there's something attached to that debt. So you this could sell your house and you can't sell your credit card? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you can try. <laughs> yes. Yeah, even like a car, I think, is a different debt than a house because a car is a depreciating asset where a house is a depreciating asset and you can sell. I, th- I think the, the <clears throat> thought behind this myth was just that people are coming going, oh, well, I, have, I do have some credit card debt and I have a car payment. And a student loan, so I'm sure I can't get pre-approved. Just sell your Jeep to your mom and then get your loan approved. Shush your face. <laughs> what is a Jeep? I don't have a Jeep. Beep, beep. So I, 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 I think that was kind of the thought behind that myth was, uh, again, getting hooked up with a lender who will just have a conversation with you. Yeah. There's not going to be a commitment or obligation that, oh, well, because I'm calling this lender... I'm going to have to get pre-approved today and I'm going to have to go out shop. Our trusted lenders are awesome with not making people feel pressured. They'll have a candid conversation and maybe that conversation is, hey, you're a rock star. Let's go out and find you a house now. Or, hey, looks like we've got a few things we could work on to get you where you want to be. Here's some things to work on. Let's touch base in three months mm-hmm. or six months because we don't want buyers to be wasting their time either looking at things that they can't afford. So it, I feel like I've just been beating a dead horse here, but it's the lender is an extremely, extremely part important part of, of what we do. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree. I think when it comes to debt to what Matt was saying, the different, the different types of debt. Um, I know the biggest debt a lot of people are worried about is student, lo- student loans. No God, if I hear, bi- Bitcoin. I hear Bitcoin one more time, you guys yeah. can have your own oh little nerdy podcast on Bitcoin. We've already had one. We've, We've already had one. We should one. have another yeah. one probably. And they still mm-hmm. haven't bought any. So disappointed. But so so student loans, I think, is a big one. Yeah. People are like, well, I still have student loans. I got to pay off my student loans. You don't have to pay them off before you get a house. Right. A- and your student loan debt isn't as critical in the eyes of getting a mortgage or in the eyes of a lender. I don't know the exact math, but they definitely don't, uh, they don't weigh it as heavily as other types of debts. So mm-hmm. I can't speak on exactly how much a loan officer might, but, you know. It's been a great podcast if we called our lender, phone a friend. If only we had brought a lender on the <laughs> show. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of switching topics, why don't we? <laughs> yeah, we're going to <laughs> actually segue. get away from talking about lending a little bit. And maybe we should have a lender on again shortly. But um, Laura, you've been kind of helping some people with prepping, getting ready when they are planning to sell this spring and what can they be doing now? You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Well, you know, we live in Wisconsin and it gets cold and then there's snow and no one really wants to. No, it never gets cold here. That's right. (laughs) No one really wants to move when there's snow and, you know, it's just but Hard. they still do. It's, it's just cold. People still do it, but they don't always want to. So a lot of people like to hold out till spring and summer to list their home and then buy their next one. But I think it's important that during those winter months, you are preparing your home for putting it on the market. Um, start educating yourself, do your research, and repairs, I think, is the first step. You know, um, two to six months is a great time to start, you know. Um, look at your market, just kind of keep an eye on it for a moment and see what homes around you are selling for. And then get your paperwork in order too. It's a big thing. You know, nothing's worse than when you're scrambling to find your deed to your house or your homeowner's insurance or anything like that. So, you know, start finding those. Um, what else? There's the repairs that you should start doing too. Um, and the repairs do tend to take a lot longer than what yeah. people think. And I think all of the realtors on the table can attest that most people, all the stuff that they always wanted to do in the house, they usually do right before they sell it. Exactly. So, so they, they need to use, do that. <clears throat> yeah, make use of your time while you have it. Um, Still kind of warm out, do your outside repairs. What was that? Still kind of warm out, do your outside repairs Yeah, now, exactly. And then work you your know, way inside for next spring. Yeah, start as soon as you can. Um Outside is definitely a huge part, you know, during the winter, there's not much you can do, but when spring rolls around too, you know, start working on that right away in your landscaping. Get those contractors lined up because they book way out. Um, We were trying to get some stucco fixed and that was in like, what, June? And I had people calling me in August. I have time now. No. It's already done. (laughs) Way done. Yeah. So Laura, we're talking like six months. Right, if I'm going to list my, or if we have a seller that's going to list their house mm-hmm. or wants to plan a list in their house in spring, would you suggest, at what point would you suggest they reach out to you as the real estate agent to kind of start talking about stuff? I think, again, the sooner the better because your real estate agent is there to help you and walk you through the whole process. And if they can be helpful in any sort sort of type of way, you know, give you that information and educate you. That's great. Why not start sooner? And they'll be looking for you too. So we have a lot of vendors because that can be the hardest part, finding a trusted vendor that will actually come and get the job Mm -hmm. done. And we have folks that will actually show up and do it. Yeah. That matters. I just had one. He actually did the work yesterday. Uh, cracked uh driveway mm. and our boy went out there and got it done for us no that questions boy. asked <laughs> just like that done took pictures of it it looks incredible so i i would agree with laura too the sooner the better really work on building that relationship mm-hmm. rely on our experiences on 
giving you some ideas on what projects you should work on or shouldn't work on. Yeah. Or, you know, what is important and what's not important. I think if you go through, as realtors, we go through so many houses, we'll have an idea of what you should work on first. Exactly. Yep. Like, here's your inside repairs, top to bottom. Start here and work your way down. Or And if you really want to be thorough, do a pre-inspection, you know, so you know exactly what it is that you need to focus on and fix. And then you also know you don't have any huge surprises when it comes to an inspection that you're having on your home when you do have an accepted offer. That's a good idea. Yep. Yeah. There are a lot of folks that uh, get fixated with things that were really important to them, mm-hmm. which in the grand scheme of things don't really matter that that much for getting on the market. So it's like, okay, maybe let's not worry about that thing and let's fix your AC or fix your furnace or these things that, yeah. you know, need to be done. Upgrading your systems too, you know, that's something that'll add value to your home when it comes time to sell it. So it's always a good idea to take into consideration the age of those kind of things. You know, your electrical, your plumbing, your heating and cooling, all those kind of things. And then also your appliances, you know, why not go get a new fridge too? Because it can add value to your home when it comes time to sell. So if they're getting old, maybe it's time. (laughs) But cosmetic work is also an easy and pretty inexpensive fix too. Um, I like to say there's the three D's when it comes to the inside of your home, deep clean, declutter and depersonalize, you know, start decluttering your home. That can seem like a huge task. Yeah. It's a huge task. Go through your kitchen drawers, your garage and all that kind of stuff. Donate, sell. There's a lot you can do. It's amazing. It's amazing. The first, first impression Mm-hmm. makes such a big impact you walk into a house and if the floor is uh, right if mm-hmm. the floor is super gross and disgusting it just sets the tone for the rest of the house that it's kind of gross to talk about but smells are really really important mm-hmm. too if you walk into a house and it smells like it's freshly painted or freshly cleaned that sets such a positive tone for the rest of the showing yeah that there will be things that as an agent will go in and go oh man i don't think this is going to go well like look at that big hole in the wall <laughs> but they walked in with boy it smells really clean in here and oh this is really they look at the wall and it's amazing the difference they'll go oh you know what that's not that big of a deal my brother does drywall right exactly mm-hmm. what Sweet. where if it's where if it's stinky and kind of gross and and dirty it sets that impression that things weren't taken care of so now you've got ducts mm-hmm. so probably clean and you know then you're talking about going ducts talking about going back and well have have the mechanicals not been taken care of? Does, and it just, that first impression is so important. The other thing too is when you're doing all of this, then you may come across like bigger issues. But the nice thing is that you find them so you can address them. I mean, eventually you're going to have to disclose those in the real estate condition report. So the sooner you know about it, the better. Um, I'm kind of going to go ahead and expose my parents. They, uh, <laughs> they, um, the bus. are, Fixing up their closet right now. Um, some shelving fell down in it. And so my dad's been using the, the guest room closet for all of his clothes. But they took down all the shelves and everything, took out all their clothes. And I walked in there, scuffs marks all over the walls and everything. And then there was a hole in the wall too. Like, not just one that you would use for a screw or something. There was... This size? Um, it was... <laughs> no one, no teenagers were getting angry in the closet. But no, it was like... a 
size of a quarter, but it kind of tapered in. I don't know. But oh, I was looking nice. at these walls and I was like, these are a mess. And she goes, yeah, well, we're repainting them. And, you know, we're going to put spackle in all of them. I was like, what about that hole there? She goes, I might just leave it. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, you're going to leave that. Or the shelving goes. Yeah, right. She's like, I'll just <laughs> cover it with a shoe rack. I was like, fix it now. Take care of it now since you know it's there. And you won't have to worry about it later. So I helped her repaint it and everything. Now it looks brand new. You nice. never know. It gets chaotic. When you're trying to prep your home to sell and to buy, mm-hmm. that whole process is, there's a lot there's so that goes much on. To do. That the last thing people really want to be doing is doing some touch up paint, fixing mm-hmm. little holes in the wall. It just, I think that's a, it's a great point to start early if you're thinking about it. Because once you start, there's going to be more. Right. Yeah. There's a right. lot Right. Because you'll more. just start finding, oh, I should do this. Oh, I should, shoot, I forgot to do that. I oh, always I meant do to do that. All those <laughs> projects, yeah, that you always wanted to do, now's the time to start. And it's going to make... I'll start making a list right now. Yeah, right? But mm-hmm. it's going to make your home a lot easier to sell. You know, once it's up on the market, people are going to look at it and be like, wow, it looks amazing. Like, they did great updates to it. Or, you know, even the cosmetic work goes a long way. So, mm-hmm. good stuff. Well, a little earlier before we started the podcast, Jake was telling us about a gentleman that decided to do some early ice fishing. You want to tell that story, Jake? <laughs> I really, I really don't. Please share. Um, there's not, if anybody follows the local news, you, I'm sure you saw it, but uh, public service annou- announcement, <laughs> the lakes what, are not ready for ice fishing. Uh, <laughs> oh, there was a uh, a full size truck pulling a full size ice shanty. They didn't get very far, <laughs> but they f- guess they thought it was a good idea to get that shanty out there early, to get their spot. Early shanty gets the fish. <laughs> yeah, well, it's now a, it actually a it's now a fish home <laughs> because it's at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a photo of it. Yeah, so fish gets the early shanty. It literally right. looks like they just drove the truck in that, without ice. They just got too excited. Like, they really wanted to go ice fishing did. already. I was like, is there really ice at all? That's what I was. Thinking. I don't think there is ice. It looks like he literally <laughs> just drove a truck into the water with the shanty. <laughs> but it is in Barron County, so hey, go big or go home. I don't know. I, Mm-hmm. But the but sheriff issues a stern the nice warning. Yeah, <laughs> stern. After sinking of truck. Right. So Duh. the <laughs> the public service announcement for the day, I guess, is the ice isn't thick enough yet. But the other public service announcement that there was a uh, DWI issued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was that involved. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up, but you're right. <laughs> so, so I don't actually think there was ice. Driving with inflatables. But right now, there's a lot of stuff that people are kind of doing with the lake to get their piers ready and their boats ready. And can we talk about that a little bit? Like, when should people be taking their piers out? How does all of that work? A week ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, It kind of depends. There's Uh, a date that you have to have the piers out, isn't there? Mm -mm. What happens if you don't take a pier out, Jake? You're going to have to buy a new one in the spring. Yeah. I mean, depending on where it is. If you're on a main body of water, <clears throat> it's going to freeze, ice is going to shift, and it is going to absolutely destroy your dock. Um, you same your same thing with your lift. But there are services all around the area that will come out on certain dates and take your your lift out 
either store them at their property, put them in your yard. I know our lift isn't going to, our lift is out, but our dock, we're not going to take our dock out until wait for it to get cold next two or three weeks. Yeah. Cause we don't want it to ruin the yard. Oh, so yeah, I get it. But that's going to suck to take it out. Now we do it every year. And now my brother's in town, so Uh, he doesn't know it yet, but (laughs) he will know. He's going to be the one in the water. Finding Um, time. So in winterizing your boat (laughs) is, I mean, is, is also part of it. So, now is definitely the time, unless you're a fisher person. I know I see boats out there still fishing, but there was somebody skiing for real and jet skiing. Yeah, jet skiing like yesterday and the Boy, day before. You got to really it's want cold. it. <laughs> it's like that's not water skiing; that's just skiing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you wear a wetsuit and you're. I mean, yeah, they're way into it. I don't it. think they really care because they're just out there because it's so calm out. So no matter what's going on, they're out there. Mm-hmm. And, and for hundreds of yeah. morning exercise, this yeah. person just goes at 730 every morning. I'm like, okay. And for hundreds luck. of dollars, you can buy a dry suit. Yeah. And you can get your, I mean, it's no different than this. This is the time of year too, where with some of the storms that roll in, you will see this in the spring, you'll see people surfing up on Lake Superior in Lake Michigan. And they're in dry suits with their uh, neoprene hats and gloves and, all that kind of stuff. So if you want it bad enough. No. I like being out on the lake, but I'm good. I like to <laughs> I'll pass. Yeah. Did you pull your you pulled your boat out though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we took you our got it all too. cleaned. I did. <clears throat> I it's beautiful. I don't know if we give plugs on this podcast or this not. This podcast but, sponsored by. Drop um, it. Drop the plug. <laughs> if if I can, I will. Do it. Um I had Madison Mobile detailing just off of Broadway and Madison Monona area, right off of Broadway Avenue, I believe it is, um, just down from Stoughton Road. Took my boat there, and it's been a couple years since I had really kept it clean, and it was looking pretty rough. Um, I don't know if I want to put it back in the water. <laughs> it looks so good. They did such an incredible job, and they have pictures too on their website that of your boat. This before no, and after no, of there was a boat. There was a bigger boat Look in there shortly after mine. That it, it sat in a marina in oh, Lake yeah. Michigan or Lake yeah. Superior or something, and it had the barnacles and like it was caked on there. And they just posted some new pictures. You wouldn't even be able to tell. Did you uh, winterize it? Mm-hmm. So are you storing heated storage or cold storage? Uh, heated storage in my own garage. Oh, but the garage is heated. No, oh, so it's but it's heated. dry. It's got a <laughs> it's bunch dry. of space heaters in <laughs> <Did> there. <you? laughs> yeah. My boat. <laughs> right. Jake's out there breathing. <laughs> That's where I sleep when I get in trouble. He gets the blow dryer. Boat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. My boat. <laughs> he sleeps in the boat. Mm-hmm. Do you have a cover on it? Yeah. No. So it's going to get dirty. No, it's not. Is not, it well? Not in my garage. Well, not. Will, totally well. Nope. I'm going to cover and just do the thing. The All dust right, this test. is a little boy fight. <laughs> it's good. If you guys want to go have a nerdy boat f- podcast yeah. on your own mm-hmm. sometime. <laughs> Let's, so um, we just did a corn maze last week. Um, you guys want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. It was, was a lot good. of fun. Um, I believe it was training farms. Is that how you say it? In Lodi. In Lodi, yeah. Um, we had a, a team corn maze uh, sponsored by Kyle Haley and Austin Weaver. And, you know, we had... 
bunch of us there going through the corn maze. Some of us got lost. Some of us made it out in record Jake, time. Did you do it? Did you do the corn maze? Mm-mm. Did you know maze is another word for corn? Oh, I see what you did there. No, I so it's I a got maze there, maze. Yeah, I got there a little late. I was surprised everybody's done already. I got there and it was just about dark. Yeah. I thought, oh, I'm sure no one like I was there in time to go through the maze and everybody said. No, we're done already. <laughs> what? Well, how'd you get done? The thing is huge. Our leader through our maze, I mean, literally ran through it. I was like, this, and it apparently the, the corn was like shaped like a cat or something. And it was like, this is the leg and this is the paw. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> but you had to go through each section and you got a sticker. Mm-hmm. That you put on, then that led to the next clue. To the next, were you, you were my group. It, it made a map. I was. You almost, you almost lost it. Oh, I think my my uh, <laughs> knee still hurts from that. You did not wear the correct shoes. No, I had, dre- I had shoes like with slippery bottoms. It was like grease out there because it had just rained. Your Crocs. No, it wasn't my Crocs. <laughs> my Crocs, <laughs> Crocs would have been, been better. Yeah. Yes. For anyone who doesn't know, Matt really likes Crocs. Yeah. Sponsored black, by Crocs. Black Crocs. He has like <laughs> six pairs. Sport mode. I have three. At this house. <laughs> Did you say sport mode? <laughs> so, and I, tr- anyway. farms, Trinity Farms is pretty cool, too, because you have that huge, gigantic <laughs> corn maze. Yeah. But then you've got. There's a lot. Yeah. We were there at night, so there were some of the things that, it was during the week, so I think there were some of the things that weren't open, but they have, I believe, a pumpkin patch and a hayride mm-hmm. and petting. We had the fire like, pit, too. Yeah, we did the bonfire. Stuff. Yeah, we had, right. Matt kept sending people to the haunted house, and there wasn't one. <laughs> 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 okay, to be fair, there were people that were running out of somewhere screaming. At least that's what it sounded like. That was like. the funniest yeah. That was ever. the corn maze. We had uh, probably three of our, uh, maybe four. Were you part I of think that group? Laura was part of that. <laughs> okay, yeah. no, we figured out there wasn't actually a haunted house over there, but... <laughs> Yeah, Matt's I didn't like, believe go check anyway. out well, the some people, house. some people were gone for like 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they found one. We lost <laughs> them. <laughs> oh, wow, it was a fun time. Yeah. There were horses and mm-hmm. um, there was the, the hay fort. So up in the top of the barn, they've got a That's bunch right. of hay up there and some ropes. Um, I was there years ago and I think there used to be like a rope swing up there too. Um, but like a giant spider web made out of Really big, hefty rope. <laughs> did you go down the slide? I did go down the slide, of course, too. It was a lot of fun. What do they have inside the slide? Is there like something? Because obviously the outside is cor- like the corrugated, corrugated yeah. like tube. I don't think they had anything in it. Was it bumpy? Maybe. Some of them are. Some of them are smooth, if I remember right. Smooth. I don't really know. <laughs> we were not drinking at this party. No. Or <laughs> <laughs> does not remember. <laughs> there weren't bumps. What are you talking about? Well, I'm what thinking about when Gracie went down it. She was screaming something, and I'm pretty sure there were bumps. <laughs> Based <laughs> off of the way her scream sounded. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I think I think the best part of that place, not the best, what I really like, I thought it was unique, is that you can rent a bonfire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never went to a place where you can like just rent it for a while and they bring you wood yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah you yeah, can also buy cool. like the s'mores and stuff there too we just opted to bring all our own stuff mm-hmm. did anybody have s'mores yes a couple people mm-hmm. i know um anthony's wife definitely had the beverages some. Oh, i wanted one i was just too lazy to make it <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just fair. ate the marshmallows <laughs> no i and took the home the cupcakes at the end <laughs> yeah cupcakes are good so for Halloween decor and houses, 
What do you guys? Oh, what's this is your, Jacob's topic. Yeah. What is your um, thoughts on when Mr. people Halloween. are like, like there's a new <coughs> listing that we just have going up and the person has a whole bunch of pumpkins in their um, front yard pictures. Mm. Turn it Thoughts. into a haunted house. I think pumpkins are okay. No. <laughs> well, pumpkins are classy. okay right now, right. but what mm-hmm. if it doesn't sell? Well, yeah. then you get rid of the pumpkins. Then you have to take a new picture. Pumpkin. Yeah. So typically, right? You don't you don't want to decorate your house hollow like um, Halloween holiday themed mm-hmm. for your pictures because then you know your house pictures are going to look outdated. However. Pumpkins might be an exception. Seems more like a pump, fall, like a fall. Pumpkins last till they're like Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. dress so it for the season. Thanksgiving. I showed a home and they had um like corn stalks kind of next to the doors and everything. Um, pumpkins out there, pumpkins. yeah. So cute. let's say you take all the pictures and now you're as an agent looking at those pictures in December. They have snow on them. No, they don't. They have the same pictures. They haven't picked. Change People them, take a and picture. they have corn stalks. Send Jacob out and take another picture. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. So tell I me here, Jacob. Yeah, I think all of our listings will be sold, and it won't be an issue. It's just one of the things to remember that it does kind of date your photos if you mm-hmm. if you have all of the kind of decor going on. It also does, it, it goes kind of goes back to the depersonalization a little bit. I mean, depending on how crazy your corn stalks and pumpkins are but <laughs> some decorations are just a little much mm-hmm. especially Speaking what, of which what my <laughs> house will be yeah yeah what is your costume this year mr jacob well you have a costume yeah uh the whole admin team we're all gonna do the same costume the same one yeah i think so we'll You're see gonna be dwight from the office yeah are you kidding me yeah we're gonna be dwight oh my gosh <laughs> when when friday on friday oh my on Friday. Jay, can you show up in your otter outfit? I can. I am canceling any and all appointments. <laughs> I am going to be here all day Friday. I am uh, not. Go- oh, God, you just made my week. <laughs> we should just all dress up as characters from The Office. Oh, man. Someone's got to be Michael. So f- Michael! Our admin exactly, staff also yeah. wants to have the... Uh, uh, that'd be Matt. Yeah, yeah Matt we'll just keep has going, to be Michael. We'll just keep going I'll in the Matt's office. At him. The fake tie. Clip on. You have a clip on, Jake? No. 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 Is it amateur hour? Don't come at me like that, bro. You know, do you, do you so? what Emily wants to do? What? She wants to have our Christmas or holiday party as the uh, Dundee Awards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At your house. Yep. Mm-hmm. At your house? Mm-hmm. That's what Jen volunteered, yeah. Oh. There's a BYOC, though. Bring your own chair. Not at Chili's? <laughs> Apparently she's she's gotten rid of chilies. Oh, yeah. oh shucks. Dang. All right. I guess mm-hmm. we'll go to your house. So we have to come up with the categories. Oh, yeah. I think we should save this for after the podcast. Yeah. Yes. I don't want <laughs> I don't want Jake and Laura involved. They, yeah. they might they might Oh yeah, we can't. Yeah, we can't. Nominees. Right. All right. So uh switching, <laughs> I don't know what to work for. Yeah, switching <laughs> topics. We'll find out. What's your favorite fall treat? Like, when it starts to be fall, what do you have to, like, do or eat? You're like, oh. Obviously, pumpkin spice latte. Oh, no. <laughs> Duh. What? <laughs> Jen's candy corn, which is gross. You know, I don't do candy corn anymore. Now I have, like, this fiendish thing where I have to make an apple pie. And I made one a couple weeks ago. I make, made that. and You did? Yeah. Duh, you ate it. I, uh, okay. 
doesn't even remember. I feel like pies at your house are devoured in seconds. I don't see much. I ate a pie. What? (laughs) With two teenage kids, what do you think happens? Mm -hmm. They don't come up for dinner, but they smell the pie and it's gone. It did. It was one of those things because I I don't do dairy, so I have to come up with a crust that doesn't have dairy. And then I was like, I couldn't find my recipe. So I took like three recipes and I made a recipe out of it. And my kids, they do the thing where they're like, oh, it's actually good, mom. Thanks. <laughs> so it's actually, actually good. You actually <laughs> made an edible meal. Matt normally does the like, meal, meal cooking. I can bake pretty well. But yeah, they were gave me the big vote of confidence for my apple pie. So Nice. You pick up apples on the way home? Yeah. No. So I'll, my fall holiday treat, whatever we're talking about here, is the Halloween candy that we buy a little too early. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That you got to buy three more times, you mean? Uh-huh. Man. Yeah. I think we started three weeks ago. Three I was like, what in the heck? <sighs> what? Well, I saw it. I well, saw it's going to be gone. Yeah. You better start stacking up for the neighborhood that you have. Yeah. We're doing the fire pit out in the driveway. Little shooters for the adults that With come your by. business cards on them or what? I'm totally kidding. Yeah. What's your address, no. Jake? I don't think I'm going to do that. No, I'm kidding. What's your address? Not safe. <laughs> I live on... No. Um, What's the neighborhood? Well, it is Smith's Crossing neighborhood. All which right. I know great, where I'm bringing my nephew. Great, great neighborhood. School, just look for the fire. Yeah. Yep. Great neighborhood. Well, it started, it started last year actually with, with COVID. For as crappy as COVID is yes. and was and will continue to be, it... Uh, for trick-or-treating last year, all of our neighbors started, we just put uh, a table out on the driveway with the bucket of candy, and as kids came up, you you knew the trick-or-treat thing, but they didn't actually come to your door. We kind of thought, this is kind of genius, because when you think about it, it's kind of weird for random kids to come knock at your door, and then you got to get up off the couch, come to the door, trick, close the door, go back. So we all kind of decided that this year we're going to have fire pits, lawn chairs you can have some drinks while we're out there and just let the kids kind of walk down the sidewalk grab candy and it's fun for kids and adults a lot of years though you have crappy weather too like some Mm. i remember snow and rain right yeah yeah which case you're sitting in the garage with your fire pit by your boat (laughs) hey that's sounds like a dream to me (laughs) i'd be fine with that oh boy what about you laura um hot apple cider Oh. Mm, as yeah. soon as it starts getting cold out, I am looking for apple cider in the grocery store. Um, I think beginning of September, I drove through a coffee shop near my house, and I was like, do you guys have a apple cider? And they said no, not until like the end or middle of the month. And I was like, it's September. <laughs> like, I want the apple cider now. <laughs> I was so disappointed. So I had to go and get some right away that day. I'd go with the apple cider. Mm-hmm. I don't drink coffee, so that's always my go-to when fall rolls around. Mm. What's yours, Matt? Just said apple cider. You can't copy. <laughs> apple juice. No. God, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Caramel apples. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You? Don't say the latte. All right, I won't say the latte, but if you go to Beans and Cream and you get the Black Cat Latte, <laughs> it's pretty good. 
And also the golden grill. Oh, I forgot. It. Oh, I don't know. Just ask for the golden latte at Beans and Cream. I don't know what it is, but I love it. I it's like the new like secret drink or something. It's not on their menu, but it's so good. Um, it's what? A, you got to know somebody. <laughs> it's a secret yeah. drink. Yeah, you got to like follow them on like social media. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Their breakfast is really good there too. Yeah, my my holiday or my fall thing that I like for about fifteen minutes and then I'm over it. But it's so good for 15 minutes. It's pumpkin seeds. Hmm. Yeah, you lost me there. No, you, so you, you take the pumpkin. Ah. You, you carve out the pumpkins. Oh, yeah, you take understood. the seeds. Yep. You bake, bake them. them. Yep. You mm-hmm. put a little something, something on them, some salt or something. And uh, yeah. Yeah, no. They taste great. They don't. Oh, I'm going to be craving those now. Yeah. Mm, not me. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no? Really? I, nope. I've, I tried making them multiple times because everybody's like, ooh, got to do it. No. It's everybody. Yuck. You all the cool people, not you. Oh. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> well, nobody else booed everyone else's dish. <laughs> <laughs> I like the pumpkin seeds. Sorry. The thought was there, Jacob. <laughs> it's a totally cool idea, but then you taste it and you're like, oh. You kind of got to go through <laughs> a lot, though, to I, do it. Yeah. You got to yeah. carve a whole pumpkin. <laughs> Sometimes, oh, a whole, whole pumpkin. pumpkin. <laughs> Sometimes I don't always have the time to carve a pumpkin. Just cut it in half then and scoop Wait, up the All stuff. right, fine. Wait, you don't, you don't carve a pumpkin? you carve a pumpkin and then you use the seeds. Do you carve right. a pumpkin for Halloween? Oh, yeah. I've never carved a pumpkin for the seeds. It's I'm making a jack-o'-lantern. And then right. you... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Have you carved your pumpkin You don't do yet? that every year? I haven't yet this year. I'm kind of oh. disappointed. Well, you still have time. Yeah, I guess. Not mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have fake pumpkins that just plug in by our front door. There's no seeds <laughs> in there. plug in. They do. Did you check? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> just put seeds. Yeah, just you, just seeds. you just go over and dump some pumpkin seeds in our, pumpkin, in our plastic pumpkin. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that's we, we can bake them. So have you guys had anybody ask about haunted uh, houses or make haunted house jokes when you're walking in with showings now? <laughs> Don't say it. Bodies. Don't say it. No. <laughs> I haven't. There, no. Nope. <laughs> La, 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 la. I've, I've have thought you it. Had anybody I've say, <laughs> "Is this where they hide the bodies?" I have not. No. So I did look at one the other day that had a pre-inspection report, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was an additional no. sixty pages. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was over a hundred-page home inspection report. I got as far as the cottage slash garage part of the property page 59 and that was it so i've been fortunate where i have not been in a house where i've wondered or we've had the conversation about is this house haunted i may or may not have knock on wood (laughs) i showed a home in Edgerton and it was being sold as is but we went down to the basement me and my buyers and the whole time we were there we were just kind of like it's a little sketchy yeah and my buyer looked at me she goes I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and I said I do too and she goes is this giving you like body in the walls or floorboards (laughs) kind of vibes and I was like a little bit and then I found a dagger in the basement. So, wow. 
Yeah. There's your dagger. It was an interesting showing. I love them, though. They're always up for an adventure, those buyers. So... We, as his agents, we would be lying if we never, or if we said we've never experienced this or experienced that, or we see some interesting, some really interesting things when we're out there. Mm -hmm. What's the most interesting? (laughs) Oh, well, you know, on the spot. There is a house. That, oh boy, here we go. Well, we won't say it, and we Thank won't you. go into we won't go into details. But there is a house that this team <clears throat> talks about frequently that might as well be haunted because every time it gets brought up, there is a collective moan about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's none of our listings. No, that's no. why we that's why we can't talk about it. But mm-hmm. I guess if it was our listing, we'd probably have to say it's nice. <laughs> but you know, you know what though? Every property has a buyer. Mm-hmm. Yes. If I'm going to put a spin on it, because I'm sure Laura can attest to this and Matt and Jen can attest to this. We've all walked into houses and have gone, there is nobody in their right mind that would ever buy this. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, yes, there is. And then tomorrow you see that it has an accepted yeah. offer on it. Well, it so, doesn't mean that person was in their right mind now. Come on. Well, that's fair. <laughs> but it's amazing at what properties will sell because everybody has yeah. a maybe has a different vision yeah but uh there's some i see a lot of pencil sharpeners in the basement mm-hmm. on older homes oh, yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. i have a friend who mm. uh, is an agent and we swap pencil sharpener photos back and forth and from our <laughs> showings just because i'm like it's like hey look what i found i found another one or in the garage yeah by the shop yeah start a little instagram <laughs> channel so th- those types of things are kind of fun with some of those houses that maybe you're not. Or the, the random team toilets. House. Hmm? Team haunted house. Mm-mm. Scavenger hunt. Our house is old. No. <laughs> what? No, just kidding. Oh, what, what did you just say, Laura? Because this is the random toilets in the basement. The thrones. Everyone has been coming across those lately. Like they're just sitting there. It's the throne. They're hooked up. Apparently when you're doing laundry, like yes. it's, comes in handy you know if it's for when the ladies get their hair done and the guys like look i got business <laughs> go in the basement then business. yeah but there's usually no business. sink well yeah the, it's they just the toilet it's a man but there's always a sink done there's like the wash wash machine sink oh. slop sink oh that's true <laughs> <sighs> Mm-hmm. But there's like no walls around them right. ever. Super it's random. literally just yes. sitting right there. But a lot of times you'll have like... Have you ever the seen them up rings. on a throne where it's like built up and there's the like three steps and yeah. Not yet. Oh yeah, that's coming. But now I'm sure I will. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why did they do that? <laughs> so, so if there's a random toilet in the basement, does that count as a bathroom on the MLS? It is a quarter bath. They no longer allow three quarter and quarter baths because it messes These up two. when they add them together. But I believe in the features column, there's a thing where you can just say toilet, toilet only. only in the mm. basement. Yeah. Throne. I noticed Zillow <laughs> doesn't do half baths. Well, they, they, they let you put it on there, but they just count them all as one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which throws people off. But yeah. it's because all uh, when there used to be three quarter baths and quarter baths, they'd add them together and you'd have right. these weird anomalies. And it was like, that's wrong. So they just said fooey on that and made it all 
it's either a bath or it's not. So, and that's that. We should start uh, doing the pencil sharpener in the random toilet in the basement group chats. And just putting them up oh, on yeah. the, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that would be funny. Okay. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Writing that down. I am writing that down because that's what Most I do. Most interesting finds. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll send a picture of the dagger I found. I did show property speaking of like weird things that you see and what's interesting too is it could be a hundred thousand dollar property or it could be a three million dollar property there's always something I feel like with every single house that you go huh, <laughs> huh. wonder what why they that, need that right yeah. um, I did show one the other day with a rodent issue did you see the rodent I saw multiple rodents. Were they alive? They were not. Oh. Well, I don't well, know well. if that's better or worse. I still have the video of the squirrel in the basement. Did you ever see that one? Did I show you that? We were at the inspection. No. The guy opens up the, the inspector oh opens up the back of the furnace to check <laughs> the inside the furnace. The squirrel comes running out, running around the basement. This is for real. For, for real. 100%. I have the video. So we're trying to get it to go. We open up the upstairs door, try to get him to go outside. Instead, squirrel he, says, ha, <laughs> ha. Instead, he runs his up house. the out, uh, exterior wall and gets in the ductwork. Oh. Oh, no. And so I'd, ha- I'd, have, I'd have somebody come and set a live trap, and I'd go over and check, and I pulled in the driveway once, and the squirrel is sitting on the window ledge looking at me. From inside <laughs> the house. Oh, it's hilarious. Yes. That's great. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Squatter's rights. Yeah, we <laughs> had to go over there multiple times yeah. because it took forever to get the squirrel to find the house in the live trap. Yeah, yeah. vacant house. Wow. Not to the squirrel. Not to the squirrel. It was was his new pad. Right. Occupy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Remember what we... (laughs) The buyer was there, too. We were all there. This was the inspector, both buyers, and me. The squirrel comes running out of the furnace. (laughs) Oh, man. You guys are are nuts. You think you're getting (laughs) me out of here. Uh, No pun intended. All right. Do you, uh, Jacob, want to ask your questions that you ask of our guests every time? Why, certainly. I'd be happy to ask our our guests some questions. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Well, these You've are. Never done this before. You, did you know this was coming? No. Have yeah. you never done this before? Shh, man. Oh, no, it's, these no. are these are easy. Sucker. They're easy. They're easy. Don't they're worry about easy. it. Well, they're if they're not Don't easy, worry about it. you're in trouble. Okay, so uh, I just ask each guest that comes on our show to give one piece of advice to a seller and one piece of advice to a buyer in today's current market conditions. If they were going to sell this week or buy this week, um, what what's a piece of advice you're going to give them? You go first, Jake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the buyer side, I, I, I'll go back to the lender piece, is if you're ready to buy or thinking about buying, let our experience help you uh, and be willing to talk to one of our trusted lenders or make sure the lender you are using, you are comfortable with them because it can absolutely derail a transaction so quickly and it's, it gets disheartening and it, it just downright sucks when you find out you can't actually go through with the transaction. Uh, on the seller side, for as much as we, I think we just talked about kind of prepping your home for spring, there are still motivated buyers out there. We're writing offers that are getting, on properties that are getting multiple offers. 
just because it's fall and previous however many years have been, oh, it's fall, it's slow, nothing's going on. Not true at all. Inventory is still a little on the light side. So if you're still thinking about selling, reach out to one of us to have a conversation and it people are still going to buy, especially with the weather still being a little bit nicer and we haven't gotten that first snowfall or that first real deep freeze. It's we're still busy. We're still really, really busy. So it houses are houses are bought and sold every single day. So just because it's fall and we're coming into the holiday season doesn't doesn't need to be a reason why you should wait until the spring. Well, now I regret letting you go first because you literally <laughs> just took both of mine. So sorry. Ditto. Um, <laughs> and done. I mean, if you're trying to buy this week and you, like I said, education is important. Preparing yourself. Like some people are so ready. They want to go look at a home. And again, you should prepare yourself. I mean, if you want to buy this week, know what you're doing. Same with selling. I don't know. There's. Talk to a realtor. Yeah. Right. Hometeamforyou.com. Make your realtor your best friend in the process. That's what I'm going to say. Because, okay. like I said, they're there to help you. Word. They want to. Right. We're not big, bad, scary people. We're not here to force you into doing something that you don't want to do. We're here to help. Sometimes we have to break the hard truth to them. But. True. Again, it's. It's better to for, do it early. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. For your benefit. We're helping. What are you smiling at, Jacob? Yeah, what are you smiling because, at? Because you knew I was going to cut the camera to you and said nobody's a big, bad, scary person. <laughs> and I didn't. Well, that's the exception. <sighs> bum, bum, yeah, you bum. do sit behind that screen there. We don't really know. You got screens and... Yeah. This you know, is he, he, used to, he used to have that screen facing outward. Did you notice that? I like it not facing me. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Jen used to check your hair a little bit. I like it. It's like watching a little show over here. Nice. Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find that squirrel video and send it to you, Jacob. I want to see it. All right. Oh, you want to see it too? Of course. Gotta watch podcast. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> hey. If hey. you're looking to buy or sell real estate in South Central Wisconsin, you know who to call. Hey, you guys, stop dancing. It's Home Team, the number four, the letter U. Duck All right. Until next time, I hope you have a pleasant, spooky Halloween season weekend life. All right then. See you later. Well, we just lost viewers. (laughs) And